0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
1: Hi guys, Hi. this is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker.
2: I'm Maggie Hewitt.
1: And we're back for the second time this week.
2: Yeah, the second time today, today for us. Yeah,
1: literally we re- recorded a podcast five minutes ago, but that is the magic of podcasts.
2: This is like the hardest we've ever worked. I know,
1: Like, I'm like, oh God, we've already talked for so long. How are we, But yeah. we have so much more to talk about. We
2: have more to talk about, but like just the magazine, but we talked about diets, we talked about... Yeah. What else? That's it. Um, But yeah, we talked about your produce box.
1: Right. So I think maybe we should just get into Goop Magazine issue number two. Yeah. Sex and Love. Gross. It is, I mean,
2: it's so disgusting. Like,
1: I'm happy for Gwyneth. She's found love again. But oh, man.
2: This whole company needs to go to slaw, sex and love addicts anonymous, oh, and because yeah. they're high on the drug of love right now, and it's making me uncomfortable.
1: I mean, everyone has those friends where they get into a new relationship, and they're so in love, and they're mm-hmm. uh, shouting from the rafters mm-hmm. how happy they are. They're talking about how much sex they're having, Gross. and you just want to like push them off a bridge.
2: You're like, I don't want to hear this. They're like
1: you are disgusting, yeah. and I mean. And Gwyneth obviously is gorgeous, and Brad, you know, we've said before, not my type, but like
2: gorgeous to Gwyneth, gorgeous, yeah, gorgeous to her, to her. Yeah. and so, that's what matters.
1: So, like aesthetically, they look fine, but I, I do not want to see pic- Like, as if anyone oh has God. seen the uh, mag, we've put a picture on the Instagram. Um, it is the cover of a magazine, and Brad is behind Gwyneth. They're in little white t-shirts and jeans. It and, looks
2: great. I think it looks fine. I mean, I don't have a problem. It with It looks this. fine.
1: It's just like.
2: It looks you've, like a gap ad from the 90s.
1: You've been through this before Gwyneth, like
2: Brian, you have to get cutter some slack. Just because she's been married before doesn't mean she can't be happy to be married no, again. No. I
1: just am. Um, maybe it's like a superstition, but like don't let's not put it in writing.
2: You you don't think that
1: let's like this is not going to go like if she go looks back on this issue, this love and sex issue in 10 years, what are what is the percentage you think she's going to have happy memories versus not happy memories. Wait,
2: why do you think it's gonna be unhappy? Because she was married before?
1: I no, I just, I mean, you never know what's gonna happen, and so like, to like go all out like this, I don't but know. But she's getting
2: married. Like, what are you, what are you to doing?
1: like? But yeah, of course she's getting married. But like to have this whole magazine issue to be about how happy she is, I just it's just asking for trouble. I think. You
2: think that the universe is gonna the, rain? Yeah, on her yeah.
1: I mean, she's tempting fate. Exactly. Okay. That's all I mean. it's like. Yeah, it's just a lot. Um yeah. And.
2: I mean, I I will say I have no problems with like the cover picture. I think it's cute. I mean, I has think. Has Stedman
1: that, ever been on the cover of O? Oh, no. And, well, no and one's been on the happy. cover of O except for yeah. O.
2: And then I think there was one other. I think there was like a big deal that she let one other oh, person do right. it once. But I can't remember who and I can't remember. But she remember. keeps
1: Stedman away. And that's the secret to their relationship.
2: They're not married. They're not? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you know, look, Stedman and Oprah, look, no one is like Oprah and Gwyneth no. c- certainly isn't like Oprah. Um
1: I think Gwyneth is, I mean, I don't, she's not exactly like Oprah, but I think they have some some traits in, in common.
2: Dreams. <laughs> um but no. I actually I like the picture on the cover of this. I like it says in deep and it's her and the guy and they're like Their arms are, they have like toned, it's four of the most toned arms you'll ever see in your life wrapped around one another in a loving embrace. And Gwyneth looks incredible. I mean, she always looks incredible though. Her eyes, her crow's feet are like, they look cute. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Yeah, it's like the
1: sexiest crow's feet you'll ever see.
2: How is it possible? I don't know, but it's like, I'm always like, Wow, look at her wrinkles. They're so beautiful. I've never thought that about anybody.
1: Yeah, she's it's doing insane.
2: it right. It's insane. Um, And, you know, this is like the thing all about Gwyneth Paltrow. And I don't really care that like they want to make this like a love and sex issue because like to tie in with like the big news about her wedding. The issue that I have with it is just in general how Goop handles issues about love and sex because that to me is always cynical and disgusting
1: um I understand exactly how it's disgusting but how is it cynical
2: because um it's just always like how to how to like love your partner even though you hate them or like how to (laughs) care about anyone other than yourself and it's just like there is something so wrong with you.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like a lot of the art, it's like everyone knows like marriage is like horrible and like, and like the most terrifying thing you could do, but like how to make the most of it. And that's how, I mean, we'll get into her, but Esther Perel's whole fucking MO. I could not make it through that. I know. Like you could have an interview with like Pol Pot. Yeah. And I would be less depressed than reading an interview with Esther Perel.
2: Esther. I, did you read the whole thing? Oh yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, well, let's just get into it. Okay. We're not going to go... We're going to do our regular format, I think, not go article by article.
2: Oh, my God. We couldn't go article by yeah, article two, with a gun to our head. I, I
1: don't... I literally thought I had read the entire thing because I read it last night in bed. But oh, then God. I, I
2: feel so sorry for you. I, I woke
1: up this morning and I Nightmares. definitely only got about two-thirds of the way through before I fell asleep. And no,
2: me too. Like, right around... I, it's like, oh, I'm done with this now. And yeah. then once you get past the thing about, like, going on vacation in Spain and they are, like, these <laughs> yoga poses and stuff and it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's that
1: two-thirds of the way through... Like the travel section is just yeah. deadly. Oh boy! Um, but right. yeah, let's let's talk about uh, love and se- or sex and love. Wait, love and did sex. the
2: first one have a theme?
1: Um, I think the theme was just like, can you believe it? We have, we have a, a magazine, magazine. Yeah. and I,
2: I honestly also I thought that was gonna be the only one. i was yeah. shocked, <laughs> and it, it came out pretty quickly for them too. I
1: mean, yeah, about six months. Two.
2: Between three and six months, yeah. which is like lightning speed for, for me. the magazine industry for a yeah, magazine. Yeah. My these God. are these are big
1: magazines and boy are they expensive. They're
2: extremely expensive. I mean, expensive. at least I
1: didn't like send away for this one, so I didn't pay like shipping. Oh, that was sad for that you. Was very I sad forgot for me. about that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You don't think you're gonna have to pay shipping to get a, a magazine. magazine
2: but, but in Goop World you do. And yeah. also, yeah, just to remind everyone, this magazine is ninety six pages long. Ninety six pages long. Which is uh short. That's short for a magazine. Oh,
1: I see. That's true. Like for like Vogue and stuff. Well, but, it's I way mean, short. Yeah. like,
2: I was flipping through. Last night, I, like, sat down and I was like, I have to read my Goop magazine. But I had, like, a pile of other magazines. And I was like, first, let me read all these. <laughs> so I, like, picked up my Vanity Fair. And I was like, how long is this? Because I was like, I should probably read this cover to cover before I start <laughs> reading Goop. I mean, I was, like, doing anything. Yeah. And it was,
1: like, I know. It felt like homework last it night. It was the worst. It was like, we're obviously doing this for our own amusement. Like, why... And but it was weird, tra- like procrastinating reading the magazine last night. But I, I procrastinate felt like
2: I, reading the newsletter too. Oh, I hate yeah. all of it. <laughs> I really do. Um, no, but like a regular magazine is like 150 pages. Yeah. Like a New Yorker is like 96 pages, but
1: but a New Yorker is like all words. Like that, those are 96 pages that count. It's dense, and also yeah. it's weekly. But yeah, yeah, Goop is by done. Anyone, who knows? Just <laughs> by the know. by the light of the moon. Yeah. Like whenever Mercury's in retrograde, maybe or not in or not, retrograde. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but they did come out with an issue too. Um, they're one behind as far as candles. They've had one more candle than magazine.
2: There are three candles.
1: Yeah. They all, t- they all smell the same. Though. They
2: all smell the same. Oh my God. Who has smelled the candles? I guess you can't raise your hand, but we- I want to hear feedback. If you guys have like smelled the candles, what you think, if you think they smell different from each other. Cause I think they all smell the same.
1: Yeah. They all smell like, uh, like like hippie patchouli, patchouli and like musk mu- and like yeah. a
2: man if you have an opinion on the candles or like like one more than the other or something i would really like to hear your feedback
1: let us know because yeah they all they all smell the same and um <laughs> but these magazines i mean okay so yeah That's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it. rough okay, okay let's get into it um what, what best what is your best
2: okay jesus christ okay also this was like so, oh jesus uh well my i have a real best and then like a a best light so I'm gonna start okay. with that so the one that I was like oh my god this is great it was the letter from the editor you know many magazines begin with one and this one from Gwyneth Paltrow was called note to self which is like that just says it all doesn't it
1: she's so earnest on the, she's oh yeah
2: it's so earnest but then she ends up with this really beautiful quote that I'd like to read she says May we all have the bravery in 2018 to love with reckless abandon our partners, our children, our parents, each other, the planet, and mostly our enemies. Jen Gunter, will call our enemies. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, can we, I'm like, that is beautiful. I guess. But it did come after this whole thing about, like, I love this guy and I'm getting married. I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, mean, I, I mean, I'll be like, this letter from the editor was like, Pretty short, and I couldn't make it through it. I skimmed it. It's I mean
1: it's only paid, but it's too, it's so private. She really like is like unleashing her feelings on the world in a letter because usually like a letter to the editor on, in a regular magazine. Like I usually mostly read like food magazines yeah. so they're just like it's November which means like, Thanksgiving and yeah. yeah and like this was just like I was not perfect it was like a diary entry about how you know she she'd always sort of blamed her exes on like not being emotionally available but then she's come to the conclusion that she has all these issues too and that Brad Falchuk is like the first person who she didn't feel like there was an unequal balance like she always felt like she was more into the guys than they were into her and this is the first time that like She felt like on this equal footing and I mean good for her for like really wading through the deep on these issues but um, it's a lot like I don't know that this is what people want from I mean I guess they do it it just um, it seemed very uh, it was too much for me to read like in bed late at night when I thought I was gonna read about like face oils.
2: I mean, yeah, it was just like a bit, ma- I mean, like, yeah, I mostly read food magazines and like Vanity Fair and like those letters from the editors are just like people in LA are stressed out about Donald Trump, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> well, don't worry. And then this is like, I don't know what the hell this was about, but it was just about like herself, which is, yeah, she's got self. a magazine yeah. about herself, yeah. it denotes herself, and it was just about <laughs> her and like how she feels about her relationship, which is whatever. She can do whatever she wants. But then my actual best one was oh this was actually really good. I really thought the um the occult guide to like love or whatever was so fun. Me
1: too. This was my best too. Um, I loved it so much. It
2: was just this like it was really long. It was really funny. It was like this guy going through like all these different like he does like Wicca, Wicca He goes to like some like place in New York and is like I need to do this spell. He does the secret like he does all these different spells to like try to get a boyfriend and like none of it works. And it's just like super funny but I also wanted to try everything that he did. They were all seemed like it just was cool. I liked it
1: totally. I okay, so I just as soon as I saw it, it was like uh, uh, an article in Goop written by a gay guy, I was like, "This is so cool." Yeah, they finally like the first, let. Yeah. I, is a man ever written an article in Goop
2: before? Has a man? Are you kidding me?
1: Oh, I mean the doctors and stuff, but like. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's all they're really
1: yeah, Sure, never mind. But I just, I never, so this is a, a, a writer named Brennan Kilbane. Uh, I don't know if he works for Group or this was just like an open submission. I don't or know it's what like the freelancing, hell this but was. he's like a really good writer. This was really fun. Yeah. Um. And so he, I didn't, it does seem like he was dating this guy, but he didn't think that the guy was as into him as he was he into the guy. He wanted it to it be like, like
2: become like boyfriends as opposed to being like they were sort of like casual yeah I, that was what i thought
1: um so he go he lives in new york and so he goes yeah to all these um these like witch stores <laughs> and and gets all these love potions and it, it, it was just cute it was like very sort of knowing and like he knows it's sort of ridiculous and of course like at the end it's like these don't work but it's fun yeah and it was just like um a, a little bit of a different tone than a little lighter tone than most of the stuff in goo way lighter but in tone. like a cool way
2: it was fun. Yeah, I it's, mean, like, it's almost never funny.
1: It seemed like something, if we got a chance to write for Goop, like, this would be more of the hint, tone hint. that we would write. Like, it was someone, it seemed like someone who was a fan of Goop more than, like, a person that actually, like, works at Goop full-time. Oh, was my writing. God.
2: Do you think it was just an open submission?
1: I don't know, but we, we got to get on this.
2: They'll never have us now. We should,
1: like, follow this guy on Twitter and see if he'll be friends with us. You're right. It's cool.
2: <laughs> Great idea, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, and,
1: I, yeah, it made me want to, yeah, go to these go to these witch stores and just, like, talk to, like, the people that work there and get weird potions. Oh,
2: I know. Me, too. When I was a little girl, my mom let me do that. That's so cool. She, used to t- she took me to the store called The Bodhi Tree that used to exist in L.A. and is gone now. And it was, like, an occult bookstore. But it was, like, fancy because we we're in L.A. And, uh... She was like, you can do whatever you want. And I like bought all this like witch shit. But then she was smart because that stuff all turns up to be like really boring and crazy and public, self published and weird and like it stings. And I was like, oh, forget
1: it. Yeah, everyone goes through a phase. There was in, I grew up in the suburbs in a town called Walnut Creek in the Bay Area. And there was one store back in the 90s called Dolphin Dream that was like the coolest store for like all the like weird kids. And they had tarot cards and incense. And they also sold, um, uh, like bowls for weed like it was like a, oh. sort of a headshot too and oh, my mom she's a smart cookie she so I don't know how she figured this out but she found like a receipt in my pants for I guess it said like one weed bowl, weed bowl. um and then I got in trouble
2: oh I think thinking like and then she made me work there or something no, yeah. <laughs> like, and I had to like smoke all my so, weed in yeah. front of her yeah exactly yeah
1: um uh, <laughs> but Dolphin Dream RIP I don't think it exists anymore no um Cool. Uh, all right. Well, I know this is going to be a tough category to choose from, but what was your worst? Well,
2: settle in, everybody, because <laughs> I've got a lot. Well, I don't know. I'm going to try to narrow it. It just kept adding to it. But some of them are small. Like, all right. So let's talk about Jean in this one. Jean had a great article in the Monday newsletter in the in the like real goop this week. Um, in this magazine They've done it again For some fucking reason That I can't understand Instead of writing about face cream Like she was put on this earth to do They have her talking to this What's her name Jennifer Freed Oh about this some, woman And I couldn't even make it through I, it, it, let's, I don't even know It's just let's see Romance language The energy behind a crush Is intense, powerful, and fleeting Oh this is another one of those so you like someone when you have a crush on them, but then like you lose the high of having a crush on the person. So like how do you keep feeling horny about them or whatever? Blah, blah, blah. And it is accompanied by the most disgusting picture I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like an open mouth kiss with tongues on top of each other. The tongues are covered in spit and saliva. You, c- It's so close and personal. You can see like individual taste buds and like the, the – bit touching each other and like I don't know if it's supposed to be sexy. I mean looking at it right now I just had to turn the page and I nearly gag. It is too graphic. It is too disgusting. They think they're so edgy. They're not. And also Jean, get her away from Jennifer Freed. She is she doesn't need to talk to Jennifer Freed. She needs to be in a yurt with Tata Harper, talking about face cream, doing her thing. This is Unacceptable. Yeah,
1: Jennifer, Jennifer Fried was the astrological psychologist, right? I believe. Yeah, so. Yeah, she. I, but I think she like her title changed. I feel like she gets like, uh, like disbarred every she year keeps, from whatever she's doing, and yeah. so she, she has to, like changed careers. She constantly. like
2: reins it in, like she's an yeah. astrological psychologist, and then she like was just like a like an, a person with an opinion. But or she's something. like a total
1: snake oil salesman.
2: What the fuck is an astrological psychiatrist or psychologist yeah. or whatever? Um crazy
1: but yeah yeah i don't i don't i mean i do love the fact that like gene i I don't know who gene's boyfriend is but it doesn't like i think he's younger and he's the one that like got her into smoothies and stuff yeah so it does seem like a cool dynamic but yeah this is not what we want gene for
2: it's not gene has she's better suited Um, for other things and
1: and my worst was that same picture like it's actually i call my worst is called page 13 and page 14 yeah because page 13 is that picture that aggie just described of the it looks like um I can't think of who the artist like a almost like a Chuck Close like photo like this like super zoomed in picture but of just these people's tongues. It's so disgusting. It's
2: so gross.
1: Um and then, then page 14 is the headline for the next article which we'll get to later. Um it's a uh an interview by Gwyneth of Esther Perel.
2: Yeah, that was also on my list cuz I said I had a long list.
1: But the the actual <laughs> Headline. I'm looking at it right now. The font. It. I. Liter. I. What does it say? Give, give the t- and Show take? Show Oh, the, the give, give and take. take. It is, and we. I think, however many months ago the first issue of this magazine we came enjoyed. out. We complimented the fonts. Yes. It was like a cool sort of like 70s vibe. These fonts are impossible to read. It looks like it's a completely different alphabet than than what we're used to. Uh, and there were several headlines which I like could not. Make hide nor hair of. No, I doesn't. Called. You can't read it. And so I, wh- whoever the art director is, they they got really confident after issue one, and I think they they went a little too far in issue two because I I can't read what the fuck this says.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. That was also on my list of terrible things, and then I have another one on my list of worsts, which was the V files. Mm. Uh, does your vagina need products? Of course not. But these oils and lotions are all free of toxins That's a
1: that's a um. Shade to uh, Jen Gunter, I think. Oh, good. Of like, we know you don't need them, but we're going to fucking but talk we about them. But sell them anyway, anyway yeah, yeah. you
2: fucking bitch. But then you read it and you're like, mm. oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was accompanied by another picture that I kind of liked, but that really <laughs> triggered Brian. It's like I mean. a person's vagina, but it's like completely covered with flowers. So you like can't see it.
1: Uh, can't. Oh,
2: but if you look closely, I can see where like some hair got shaved.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really
2: looking at it now. It is
1: quite a picture
2: And then it just has, like, just – it has something called fur oil on it, okay? I mean, and it is just, like, a list of eight oils that you can put on your vagina for different things. Some of it's lube. Some of it is just, like, for your pubic hair. Some of it is, like, I don't know, just rub it on your vagina for some reason. It is so disgusting. Like, apothecary sex oil, lover's oil, fur oil, Organic cotton tampons, which is another—that's a total scam. Like just all this shit. So that was one of my worst. Yeah, I think and- that
1: whole article was just written to trigger Jen Gunter, and I—I'm sure she's well. Who well, knows if she actually gets the magazine, but she's, she, if she She's going to take the bait and fucking have a have a whole uh, like week on Twitter just melting down about it. I'm sure.
2: That's all. Mm. But then, what am I doing? The same thing. Oh, God, <laughs> like maybe I should just look in the mirror. <laughs> Um, and you have I, more <laughs> well I guess this is like kind of tied in with my craziest so I'll just I'll just hold it
1: um, do you have more no that was I mean no not for worst. I mean there it was it was all bad it was not great uh, but yeah um, let's move on to craziest. I have a couple for craziest. Okay, well, I just yeah. have one for craziest, yeah. which is
2: also my worst and that was um well, I guess it was like a whole section like so this is the sex article, so their food articles are all about like food that you eat when you have sex. Yeah,
1: it's like uh like foods to seduce people by. That's what that's what it's called.
2: So, it's like make your move and there's um oh, Bibi! The dog is on
1: on the mixer
2: or whatever the hell. Okay, yeah, BB's been in my lap this whole time. Okay, so make your move, uh, meals that sealed the deal. And then it's just these recipes that people, one of whom is Cameron Diaz, and then the other two are just like other people, say they ate before they had sex. They're like, this is what I served to someone before they fucked me. And Cameron Diaz is like lamb chops, which is so gross. And everything when you're like, you had sex after that seems disgusting. So just imagine it like being like, packed in your body from your mouth and then, like, Ugh. getting packed up from the other end and, like, it just being <laughs> yeah, so disgusting. Yeah, I
1: just do not want to fuck right after you eat, no matter what you eat. There's it's no like,
2: food that's going to make me be like, oh, like, unless it's just, like, vodka. Like, yeah. if it's, like, food, I'm like, no. And then, I mean, it just... it, they, The two just don't go together I mind. say
1: fall asleep and have sex in the morning.
2: Just relax. That's what I say. Just have sex whenever you want. Mm. You don't have to eat something special. And also, I have... This was going to be my worst, but then I'm putting it in here with... There was another sex thing where like there was like a whole list of foods that are aphrodisiac. So there's like the recipes and then there's like what I felt was like a push to make pesto, but they didn't just come out and say it where they say pine nuts are the Mm. original Viagra and that this fresh basil makes men go crazy. So I'm like, well, put those together. But then can you imagine fucking someone after you made them some pesto? The (sighs) garlic?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't mind a garlic breath. Ew!
2: <laughs> I do,
1: <laughs> but it's just the pasta part that is disgusting. But
2: there's no such thing as pasta breath.
1: No, not pasta breath, but just like pasta belly. You're just like you're just like sluggish after. It's like it. how
2: you would feel, not like the other person. Yeah, yeah. but
1: it's like you really want to have like pa- like fettuccine alfredo or whatever, and then just like and just get, like bone, and then
2: have a roll in the hay. Ugh.
1: Um, yeah, so the 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 list of aphrodisiacs um, is also on my craziest. Like Aggie, <laughs> I didn't even get the the pesto because it's pine nuts and then right next to the basil,
2: right next to each other. But the, they but just don't won't tell you. The
1: facts are just so insane. It's like it says basil. Um, in earlier times, some women even used dried basil as a body powder to entice suitors. <laughs> and I then, just finished. Yeah. Reading. I just read this. And then it says filmmaker Federico <laughs> Fellini asked for it in his food, and what you're like, no part? shit, he's, he's Italian. Italian.
2: In his food? Like, when? Like can what? you add of the basil? <laughs> like, I think I probably asked for it in my a- everyone
1: food. Everyone <laughs> has eaten basil. But it's like, what? Like, none of these have any footnotes to them, which is like oh, insane. come on. How could you have well, a footnote for any of this shit? And then shit? ashwagandha, of course, they add ashwagandha.
2: Yeah, who doesn't want to go fuck and, after you have some ashwagandha?
1: ashwagandha. <laughs> it says, it's like, men and women have used it for fertility problems, though there are few studies to back this up. Yeah, and I'm you just like, no, no shit, you can put that after it's just every sentence. everything.
2: Honey, cinnamon,
1: Oh, yeah. Cinnamon. That's ginger, a good one. Ginger.
2: And it's like, that's all they tell you to eat anyway. I've never seen, has Goop ever published any single thing that didn't recommend using ginger in one way or another? I don't oh, think no. it has. And so here now it's to fuck. Great. Ginger's
1: to fuck. Honey's to fuck. Cinnamon, it says, in one study, the scent of cinnamon buns increased blood flow to men's sex organs. Cinnamon buns? Yes, we buns? know. We're all fat pigs. Like cinnamon makes us horny. Makes us horny. It's and it true. Probably like it, makes it's totally. You like, but like, we're
2: like, about to like have a stroke or something. But like,
1: cinnamon bun is not Like that. The the thing that makes you horny is like the fat and like frosting. Wait,
2: fat and frosting? <laughs> not horny,
1: but like, I just I just picture like Homer Simpson, like <laughs> like, at, it just like walking excited. through a mall like and like smelling cinnamon buns and then just like getting a boner.
2: Yeah, I think the smell of stuff like that because it's like it triggers like smelling like. Food, like that is supposed to like trigger like it's like an opiate or like it's yeah. like a, it's like a drug like it makes you like high sort of
1: totally. i don't know i mean cinnamon yeah cinnamon i get it oh rooibos also i don't think they know what rooibos is i don't really because it says rooibos is like um an herb that you use as a tea but it's yeah. not tea and it doesn't have caffeine in it so so then the but the caption says if caffeine makes you jumpy tea can be a great substitute on date night but tea has caffeine so I don't get. It, well, they, just,
2: they mean. Rooibos rooibos. Tea. So say
1: rooibos. Don't say tea. It's.
2: They say roibus tea.
1: Yeah, but then then it just says tea. I don't know. It seemed insane to me. Um, and then you got honey, You got avocado, ginger, of course, chocolate, chili peppers. Um, what
2: if you just gave someone like a big bowl of this and was like, "Fuck me." <laughs>
1: of all of <laughs> just them all together. This stuff together. Just like a seven-layer dip, just but a- like ashwagandha <laughs> and pine nuts. <laughs> and just like and just like like. Paint it on your body like whipped cream. I know. I would be so
2: spicy. mm. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Yikes. And the chocolate. Um, Oh my god.
1: But then, so that was like my mini craziest. Crazy. But then my main craziest. Oh god. Was the interview with between Gwyneth and Queen of Depression and Sadness, Esther Perel.
2: I said this was my worst. Right. I put this on for my worst.
1: Uh yeah I think you talked about or no wait we didn't really talk we talked about like the the font but we didn't actually talk about the article yet
2: this was on my list for worse yeah too. okay yeah
1: um, I don't even know what to say partially because I didn't put any notes about it but it, it's just like it, we've talked about Esther Perel she's such a downer she's talking about how you know like marriage is such a struggle and it's like you have to it's I think almost she like is like you it's like a fake it till you make it type of thing where you're like, you obviously don't want to fuck this person that you've been with for forty years, but you just sort of have to like pretend to, and then like maybe magically you'll like get horny in the middle of it. Yeah, it seems like
2: well, that's like an old-fashioned like thing that like Christian women say about like being married, where it's like if you don't want to fuck your husband, like it's still your duty to do it, so yeah. you have to like pretend to so just lie there, and then you'll like get wet because <laughs> like it's like your body's response.
1: Um, and then again, just sort of like the letter to the editor too, Gwyneth. Just it's like really so personal and it was just too much
2: I it was very dense I could not make it through this um, I mean and I did I retained nothing
1: yeah I didn't either which is why I'm like not saying any details because I remember just hating it Uh oh okay here's something so there so Esther Pearl says there are three major factors she thinks make a good marriage admiration vision and erotic connection I mean I guess that makes sense that you like admire your partner, you like want to grow with them and you're attracted to them. So yeah, you know, that's fine. But
2: I will say about the erotic connection thing. I do uh, I'll I'll give her I'll give her this. I do think that that's really important and people downplay how important it is. And like I always tell Brian Thompson yeah. like <laughs> that I think that like sex is the most important thing of any relationship, like more important than like any of uh, uh-huh. any like literally anything else. And he, like, acts like that means I'm a bad person. But isn't that, like, the most important thing, really? If it's, like, a sexual relationship?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think it's in the, like, top tier. It's, like, one top of... Tier, yeah, right? And, like, yeah, like...
2: Like, if you had to... Bo- like, look, obviously that's not enough to be the only thing. Right. But if I had to boil down, like, what is the number one? I'm like, that's it for me.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I feel like... Is uh, that
2: gross? Am I a pervert? No, Am I, I a don't think person? so. I think, okay. but,
1: like, it, I think also, like... Uh, sense of humor and just like enjoying spending time together like in yeah, the but long like, run. if
2: you have good sex with somebody here's this if you're having good sex with someone you're having a laugh. Sure. And you like being around them. That's true. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Alright. I agree. Okay. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this mm. and that Brian doesn't <laughs> listen <to this.
1: laughs> um, So I don't know. Like it's just it was too long. It was too intense. Um, Gwyneth is like an open wound. I feel like I just, I worry for her that this Brad thing, I don't know why I'm being so like protective over Gwyneth because she knows what she's doing. But um, yeah, who knows? We'll see.
2: So do you think that she's going to get hurt?
1: Yes, of course. And you're afraid
2: she's going to get hurt? Of course. So do you think that he's...
1: No, I, th- I don't think he's a bad, I think, I mean, I do not know these people at all. Uh, I think they're really in love. But I think whenever, I don't know, whenever someone in middle age is like, this is, like, this is, I, I thought I was in love before several times, but this is the person that I actually belong with. I, I just, I don't know that I feel like a soulmate is, like, a a real thing. Like, I think, I just feel, I don't know. I'm listening. I, I just feel a little apprehensive when someone who has had several long-term relationships that have ended then says, oh, all those were not the right one and this one is the right one. Hmm. That's just all I'm saying. And, but I think it's good that, you know, like we said before, Brad comes from that crazy hippie family. She likes that. That also, like, he's very successful in a somewhat related field, but not exactly related field. Um, but he's not going to be, t- like Chris was touring the world with Coldplay. Like, Brad seems like he's staying in L.A., which I think He's is he got nowhere to be. Yeah. Uh,
2: also, I think that some people are just like more like serial monogamous than yeah. other people. Like some people just don't mate for life. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think whenever you start a new relationship, like I've had like several long-term relationships. Yeah. And I feel yeah, I guess
1: that's it. I've only had one long-term relationship. You've only had one. Yeah.
2: And I think that like... I think that, first of all, I think that puts you in the minority. I think most people have had like multiple long term relationships. And also, like, I think every time you start a new one or like get serious with a new person, you're like, this is better than those other ones Mm. because the other ones you've seen to completion and Mm. this, like, you're still in the middle of it. So it should feel better than the other ones because like you've had time for those relationships to like end. You can have some like, you can, like, reflect on them. You can see what went right, what went wrong, what you learned from it, and, like, be grateful that you had that experience with another person. I don't think that it means that, like, you're crazy or, like, that you're, like, you don't see... Like, you just keep making the same mistake over and over again. And I think, like, people who've had relationships that have ended, like, they have a right to be happy and, of like, course. start with a new person. And you obviously
1: learn from your previous relationship. She's not, like, bad-mouthing them. No, I guess it's just the... Maybe it's just the public nature of everything and, like, putting it in writing in this yeah. way is, like, giving me, like... Anxiety. Anxiety a little bit. Yeah. Because you're, like... Yeah, you just... I don't know. But I hope I hope it works out. I'll, Gwyneth and Brad seems like... God, I would kill to have fucking Brad's career. I mean, he's, like, at the top of his game.
2: Oh, yeah. Versace? Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. Um, and it
1: and- seems like he's the... Beta in both his professional relationship and his not in a bad way, but just like Ryan Murphy is obviously like such a public figure, and like everyone thinks Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy and Brad is like keeps a low profile even though they're I don't know if they're like technically writing partners, but they're like creative producing partners. I don't know uh and then with Gwyneth too, she's such a public figure. so I feel like Brad is used to maybe taking a back seat, which is good, yeah, so we'll see we'll
2: see I don't know. I bet it'll last for like ten years,
1: yeah, which is great,
2: and I think that that's good like that seems good to me yeah. Oh. No. Alright.
1: Um, all right. So yeah, what would you try from the magazine?
2: Oh, um there was a You're really gonna hate good hate mine. Oh no.
1: So yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: My, there was a really good is it the love pose? No, it's not okay. the love pose. All right, then I don't hate it. Okay. Um mine was like all the bath stuff. There was like okay. an awesome bath article that was about like I don't know. They wrote a little blurb about baths. I didn't read it. <laughs> then there was like, um, here are some fancy ass baths you can go to. One, of, none of them were in California, which kind of blew my mind. But um, the only one of them was in Santa Fe, which I think was the closest one, and the rest were like in New York. But I know there must be some in LA or like. Wait, they had LA. some in LA, right? Not no. Oh no. No. We got uh, Vermont, New York, Santa Fe, Colorado. I think the magazine stuff
1: comes from the New York office, it seems like. It's
2: got to. Because
1: that love potion guy was in New York, too. Yeah,
2: it must be New York. Um, you know, like the publishing world. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah but then there's, um, on page 69, which I feel like they did just to, like, fuck with me. <laughs> they have, like, all these cool bath oils. There's a dry brush. Of, here we go again. Edition one. Edition one in the print magazine. That is a bold choice. They
1: really overestimated the number of candles that people wanted.
2: This Uma Pure Bliss wellness oil that I forgot that I wanted. Remember, I wanted that. We smelled it at the store, I believe.
1: It smelled good, if I remember correctly.
2: I think so. I, I can't keep all these oils straight, to be honest with you. But I think I want this. And, you know, bath salts, just a bunch of shit. And I want it all. And I want to go to, like, I want to go to the one in Istanbul.
1: I really want to go to Istanbul.
2: You'll feel like a sultan luxurating in these timeless marble baths, where steam rises toward the calming shafts of light. Do you think they said? Shafts? Do you think they're being perverted? Like yes. they're being like it's like subtle or, or what is it like um subliminal messages? I'm
1: surprised they don't have like um like secret dicks drawn.
2: They probably they do. Like they have to like
1: find it's like hidden mickeys but with dicks,
2: like um easter eggs. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um. That nice, ba- that does sound great. Doesn't
2: that sound great? That's what I would try um, in a heartbeat.
1: So I would try. <laughs> oh,
2: God. I'm so scared.
1: <laughs> one of the, one of the <laughs> recipes oh, no. from the seduction meals.
2: No. Not
1: the gross pasta. Oh, thank God. Not the Cameron Diaz lamb chops, even though those don't look that bad. But oh, I would try the, the Marcus Samuelson beef kifto. The taquitos. Which,
2: well,
1: no, it's it's raw beef. Ew!
2: Th- and you fuck.
1: See, that sounds sexy to me. Out of any of the foods to eat like some it's I it's, just
2: threw my magazine on the floor and call, I
1: it's called Kifto, which quit is eat the show. But and it's you eat with your hands. It's like um you have the injera bread, and then it's that raw beef, it's sort of like a beef no, tartare, but spicy. I and I'm, I made it's, that. It's sorry compared with pasta or lamb chops, that sounds sexy to have some like raw beef. I have to go kill myself right now.
2: Wait, no, remember when I made that at my parents' house, but I cooked it because it was too gross? It was lamb. Oh, yeah. But I but made the lamb it. one. Yeah. It was good when you yeah. cooked. You made a face like it was gross. No, it was
1: good, but I was just like, gotta have it raw.
2: Well, that wasn't the vibe I was going <laughs> for. Okay? I was fucking having some friends over for the, <laughs> at the pool, okay? It, it was good when I made but yeah. it wasn't that. It was like, a, it was from like an like Israeli kid yeah, kid, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I made. That's yeah, what I made. Bag. But it was supposed to but be raw, similar, but yeah, I yeah. cooked it,
1: yeah. But yeah, spicy raw beef and some like hand bread.
2: Num, 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 num. Ew! oh my god no, just no, okay. you out. yeah no but i but i do i think that like eating with your hands is like sexy but everything that i like to eat with my hands is this isn't a problem for you but a problem for me is usually pretty garlicky oh so it's like i think it looks sexy but like here's how i would do it okay i would have mm. like hand food but it wouldn't be raw beef it would be like like dippy type mm. like hummus type things but like i don't know is there something that's like a step up from hummus
1: like Baba Kanoosh.
2: I don't know. Some. Sh- I actually make a a pretty mean hummus. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Good. Um, a good. A good homemade, a homemade hummus, hummus. hummus with some pine nuts. Or you, sometimes they'll have um, hummus with with meat in it.
2: Something like this. Yeah. Like that. You know, entree. Lots of fresh things. Sure. Fruits, vegetables. Th- you know what I mean. Maybe like one or th- maybe like a little bit of bread. A little bit of hummus. Lots of alcohol. You eat the. <laughs> you eat that stuff. Then you digest it. You're digesting. You're digesting. You get in the hot tub. You're drinking alcohol. The alcohol was purifying your sure. breath. All, you, you just smell like a bar by the end yeah, of yeah. it. Okay. Maybe a c- have a cigarette.
1: Sure. So you just <laughs> like to get good and wasted.
2: I'm talking <laughs> about like if I'm ingesting things before I have sex, yeah, like yeah. what my dream is. Okay. And like the dream thing, I, the only thing that's not disgusting is like a vodka tonic.
1: I guess. Pitcher sangria.
2: Something like that. Yeah. And then just go to sleep and then like the next day deal with your life. Sure. But also it's like, I'm saying this, but I mean, I've had sex before, like after, <laughs>
1: after eating that. Yeah.
2: After I ate, like I've eat, gone out to dinner and then had yeah, sex yeah, yeah. or like, you know, any meal really. Sure. And but just the thought of like pairing them is so just, it's very complicated for me. Yeah. No, the,
1: the thought of like planning a meal like, with the expectation of like this meal is going to make this person want to fuck me, yeah, is weird. And that because, being said, yeah. it's the, the the raw spicy beef, if there's anything that is like sexy, that's sexy. Uh,
2: okay.
1: <laughs> you're like truly disgusting. the right idea
2: now. of like eating raw beef is like already kind of gross. I mean, I guess i like I can understand why raw beef, if anything is sexy, it's raw beef. I get that to me, if anything any food is sexy like sushi Uh, I guess it's raw food I don't know because also like I've made meals or like gone out to nice dinners that are like part of a date or like a nice experience and that doesn't gross me out or like cooking for somebody and being like and yeah but it's more
1: like yeah it's like the sensual pleasure of food is not necessarily equal to or like related like directly to like sexual like it's it's different I gotta keep them separated no excuse me (laughs) nice offspring thank you we were
2: watching a bunch of like offspring videos last night me and brian like now they're like them today doing these like acoustic sets
1: what is wrong with you
2: i don't know it's pretty that's insane it's pretty funny you
1: guys belong together thank you uh what would you buy
2: oh let me see i would buy whoo oh so there was a very good Piece about jewelry like there was like also like I feel like this magazine had an A plot which was sex and a B plot which was spirit animals Mm -hmm. like it kept on like going back to like there was like a spirit psychic for an animal psychic how to find like your animal spirit guide which mine was a lion and then um, to harness the spirit within they have these um, animal like pendants and like jewelry like this like really expensive fancy like dream jewelry that you can get so um they didn't have mine they didn't have a lion one and i keep looking at it but Wait, how did know- you
1: find that the lion was your spirit animal
2: there's a quiz in the back
1: oh i see i fell asleep before i got to the end
2: oh yeah i mean you know i was just flipping around yeah. i think it, i think that was like the first thing i saw was the quiz i could either be a lion or an eagle sort of depending on on my mood so there was an eagle, which is actually one of the more affordable pieces. It was um, a ring for 2400 bucks, which is like the, probably the cheapest thing on here. Yep, the cheapest one. And um, it's kind of – it's like a signet ring with like an eagle on it. But then there's this um, Sydney Garber snake ring that's so gorgeous. It's like this green slithery snake That I would buy for ten grand, and then there was also a Temple St Clair horse coin bracelet for eighty nine hundred bucks. That is like truly beautiful. It's like a gold bracelet with like three like or actually or five. I can't tell. I think three or five little diamonds on each side of this like little horse thing. It's very pretty. And
1: were these the same pendants? Wasn't there like some weird like art party? Thing for kids that we talked about where they had like weird animal pendants. I wonder if that was the same thing. It's not. My
2: mom went to that. Really? Yeah, she went and saw it in New York.
1: Um,
2: I mean, they may have some of those. I can't remember who did it.
1: I just did the quiz and I think I'm a fox.
2: You are. Let's see.
1: Um, Do they have a pendant for me?
2: I'm looking. They don't have a pendant for everybody and they don't have a pendant for you. you. All they have is a monkey... Panther, snake, horse, owl, elephant, which I I don't think some of these weren't even on there. Crocodile, eagle, and scarab. Give me a break. And then, um, oh, and then this one, I guess, is like, it's on a horse, but it's, it looks like a, they have it set up like as a headdress for a horse, but it's actually um, earrings that are supposed to look like cats.
1: Ooh, well, I'm not a big jewelry person and definitely not a pendant person.
2: Well, those are, yeah, oh, those are earrings. and you're not <clears throat> going to wear earrings and they're not, they're actually, none of these are pendants. They're <laughs> all, there's like rings, necklaces, um, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. uh, but I would, I want the snake. I want the owl ring sort of, and I want the horse coin bracelet.
1: Well, right after you get your Tata Harper face cream. Yeah. Get those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just buy anything from like a witch store. Yeah, the like, witch uh, store stuff. I want to find Like the guy that did the witch article is in New York. So they they talked about a couple of witch stores in New York. So I just need... We need to find some witch stores in... I mean, I'm sure there's a million witch stores in LA. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, there's like crystal stores. But I feel like that's not exactly the same thing as No, a witch. we want
2: like a witch yeah. store where they sell things for witches.
1: I know the one in New York that he talked about that was like between the two gay bars on Christopher Street... I've been in that one before.
2: Did you buy anything?
1: No, I was like too scared to buy stuff. Of the power? Yeah, and it's like right next to like this weird like bondage store too. I think yeah, that's what. He to- said. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the whole thing was a little intimidating. It's just for like me. very The Craft. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. very edgy. Yes. Uh, I just watched rewatched The Craft recently. Mm. Two thirds of it is a really good movie, and then it it just sort of falls off a cliff. I love it. But yeah, um, I'd love to be a witch. I'd love to do weird potions and I just love the smell of those stores.
2: I know, me too.
1: Uh all right. Well, we talked about a lot of stuff today. We talked about potions. We talked about the sexual power of raw <laughs> beef. <laughs> and I talked about that I'm worried for Gwyneth. But that's probably me projecting my own issues onto Gwyneth.
2: I am not worried about Gwyneth. I think that Gwyneth is engaged to this guy I think they're both crazy. I think I she'll be fine no matter what happens. And I think that most of this is I see here, I don't get like a Luann vibe from her. <laughs> like I don't think it's like that desperate. Like, I'm a princess. Her whole life has been her being a princess. I think it's just like what what am I in the news for now? This this is gonna be the theme of my magazine.
1: Yeah, she's definitely not in the same category of the Countess Luanda
2: Yeah, like I I don't feel like any kind of like desperate like tragedy about this union. I don't feel like it it doesn't seem like she's like rushing into it no. because she just like Yeah, wants they've been to dating. They were dating
1: secretly since at least 2014.
2: Yeah, so yeah. I don't think that this is like a big I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just think like everything that they do has an air of uh bullshit to it sure yeah
1: but yeah they're in the bullshit together
2: not but yeah not them as a co- i mean goop yeah, <laughs> not, yeah, yeah yeah like everything goop does has an air of bullshit
1: to um it. so thank you for listening to our very special magazine pod uh we'll be back with a regular pod on friday oh except what i will be out of town wait you will this uh, perhaps i think what? this week we'll talk about it off the pod <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stay tuned so we, for we'll be a we'll be back. Yeah. Right. And we'll be back with another magazine pod when they do a magazine in 6 months or so.
2: Or never.
1: All right. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga.